Welcome back, everyone, to the Sports Minorities Podcast, your home for not-so-expert analysis, and with the NFL schedule being out, a whole lot more shit-talking. I'm your host, JC, your resident Titans fan. Joining me for this podcast episode are... Your current Sports Minorities Champion, Chicken Wing. But don't, don't do that, okay? Be happy for me. Let me have this. Okay. Uh, what's happening for you, news, man? Okay. <laughs> old news guy. Yeah. Your turn, DJ. What's up, everybody? DJ here, Cowboys fan. Looking forward to the season. Uh, looking forward to maybe winning a playoff game. Maybe getting to the playoffs, right? With more than 14? Yes. We're getting. Fuck you. We're getting <laughs> to the playoffs. All right. We need to win a playoff game. <laughs> Start there, and we'll go from there after that. I'm not saying anything else unless we win a playoff game. There you go. Right. Well, uh, Nori and Rob are not joining us this week. Um, they, for whatever reason, are caught up all in the NBA best playoff action, which is a blowout today. I don't know why they care, but, you know, is what it is. Uh, but we're going to talk a little bit of NBA because – Whew, some craziness. We're going to get into that as well. We're going to talk first about the NFL schedule, particularly around our favorite teams. And uh, yeah, just kind of getting ready. This is kind of where all the anticipation starts to build up. We had the draft, the schedule's out, waiting to see where the offseason moves. And before you know it, fantasy football research is right around the corner, you know, as other, as other moves are made. So well, schedule came, re- release came, uh, about half of the games leaked out <laughs> during the day before the official release was, was uh, made public uh, by NFL Network and the NFL website. Uh, so what we'll kind of do is talk a bit about what each of our individual schedules for our favorite teams are, mine of course being the Titans. Um, really just looking at some of the toughest stretch of games, uh, you know, where the bye week is at, that sort of thing. So I'll kind of use mine for an example. Um, we're going to be opening against Nori's Giants, which is funny. <laughs> so, and then right after that week two, which is interesting to me, week two is going to have a Monday night doubleheader, and they announced this publicly. We're going to have an early Monday night game against Buffalo in Buffalo. Um, bye week is week six this week, which uh, I can we just get some luck and get it right in the middle? Last season we had it like it late. Now we got it early. Um, the thing that annoys me most a little bit about the way the NFL schedules this stuff is they there's no set way that they throw the division games in. All you know is you get a division game the last game of the year. But we play Indy twice, week four, week seven, and then we're done for the year playing them. Houston's pretty spread out. We got them week eight and week 16. And then Jacksonville, we got week 14 and week 18. So um, as far as the toughest stretch of the season... Uh, there's a few, um, Buffalo week two, Las Vegas week three, Indy week four. That's going to be tough because that's in Indy. Um, after the bye week, we have Indy at home, Houston, eh, but then right after that, we have at Kansas city home against Denver at green Bay, which thankfully that's not when it's going to be snowing. So I'm happy with that. And then home against Cincy right after that, then we got to go to Philly to take on A.J. Brown with his new team. So um, mm. the rest of it from there, the one game, of course, I'm personally circling is Week 17, 
the final Thursday night game of the season in Nashville, Cowboys at Titans. My wife and I are excited about the fact that she doesn't have to worry about taking any time off from work because it is going to be during the holiday break as she's a teacher. So we're trying to make some plans to go to Nashville for that game. Uh, haven't been there in eight years since Cowboys and Titans played eight years ago. But that was a week two game. So this is uh, at least since we started dating, this is the latest in the season they played. And that's going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot of playoff implications both for the Titans and Cowboys by then, I'm pretty sure. So um, primetime game-wise, uh, you know, we got uh, let's see week, the Monday Night Football against Buffalo. We have uh, Sunday night against KC, week nine. We have two Thursday games at Green Bay and home against Dallas. And I think those are the only primetime games we got. Yeah. So, uh, with lost predictions, I don't know. I, I really kind of have to go through and count this out. I'm not completely sure yet. I'm pretty sure we can win the division. Maybe get through with like four or five losses and still win the West South. But it's not going to be an easy road. Hopefully, we stay healthy. Um, so that's what I got for my Titans right now. Feeling pretty good about it. Uh, just that stretch in the middle. I'm liking that we have to we should deal with that in the middle and shouldn't be too much adverse weather. But I think we're we're bookended pretty good on the season. So, uh, Chigawing, let's talk about your Niners. What do you got? First of all, I'm I'm with Nick Wright, bro. He is <laughs> he is gassing up my team, bro. You're gonna have to explain oh, okay. what the hell this is that you're talking about. People have no idea what's going on here. So, so Nick Wright is a, is an analyst on allegedly. <laughs> He's a better basketball man, basketball analyst than a um, football analyst. But you know, regardless mm-hmm. of the fact, he Just on was that prediction, on, you're right. Mm-hmm. He was on Undisputed, and they had their segment where Nick Wright predicted all 272 games in the NFL. The reason why I'm joking about him gaslighting my team because he has both the Niners and the Rams. Winning out at thirteen and four for the season, um, and Chris Broussard was like, uh, uh, "Calm down with the with the Niners, bro. They're they're not going to win out." And I don't think personally that they're going to be uh, that high um, when it comes to wins in our division. Our division is, pro- is arguably still the toughest in the NFC, mm-hmm. um, even without Russell Wilson. Though? Uh, definitely without Russell Wilson, that's just that just made life easier. You know, you know, <laughs> so it's not so tough that's division hate. now, right? Sounds like hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hate, Mike. Uh, it's not hate. You know, I Sounds I respect like the player, just not the shitty fucking team he played on with oh, those okay. stupid ass colors. Anyway, uh, needless to say, our division. I'm sorry, our our schedule is pretty tough. Um, we got the likes of the Rams, obviously the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, the Chargers, which I totally respect. Um, Miami, because we don't know what they are right now. Luckily, it'll be later on in the season when I figure that part out. Mm-hmm. That's week 13. Uh, Tampa Bay, still respectable team, regardless mm-hmm. of the pieces that they're missing. And then the rest of it, I don't care. Um, oh, okay. Great. You know, that's what it is. So week nine is our bye week. Um, I think our hardest half of the season um yeah, you could say that because it's half and half. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, literally, it's half and half. Like, uh, mm-hmm. honestly, our, our hardest half is going to be the second half. Um, reason being is because here, here's our first half's opponents. We got Chicago, Seattle. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Um, we got Denver. I don't know. Denver is a dark horse right now. We don't know what they got. I mean, yes, they got a lot with Russell, but they gave up a lot for Russell. So, you know, we'll see. Well, they're all and in then, this season. Like, if they're going to hit, it's got to be with the next two years, right? It's so, got to be. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, Russell, I, again, I respect him. Great guy. Great player. Great work ethic. You know, I got much love for the guy. Okay. Um, him and Jerry Judy. All sounds like hate. It, calm down. Okay. <laughs> Every last bit of it sounds like hate. <laughs> Him and Jerry Judy is probably going to be the pair to watch out for, hands down. Um, and then we got the Rams. Okay, we'll, we'll probably split with them this season, you know, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. And then the rest of the games, well, we got the Rams both uh, in the first half, week five, week four and week eight. So we'll get that out the way for our division games. Kansas City's probably probably going to be our other tough opponents because the other two games in that in that group of games is Carolina and the Falcons, so. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly see us coming out six and two after week eight, and then you know probably five and three uh, after uh, after the bye week, and that will put us at eleven and six. five. 11 five, six. sorry, yeah, no, eleven and six. That's right, eleven and six. So okay, thirteen. I don't know where Nick. Nick Wright came from with that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where you came from with 11. All right. <laughs> are you a bit annoyed by the fact that you guys, I think you guys are losing a home game, a home division game against the, oh no, actually, you know what? Arizona's losing a home division game because you have, <laughs> yeah. Would that be annoying to you guys? Like if you guys lost a home division game to a neutral site, because that game's in Mexico City, right? Yes. Yeah. That game's in Mexico City. Yeah. Sucks to be Arizona. They don't get the money at home, so yeah. You know I don't even think it would really matter for San Francisco because as much as I hate those fucking assholes, they, <laughs> they, they travel to wherever they need to travel and they take over stadiums. So I don't even think it would be a big deal. The game could be in fucking Washington and you're going to have red all over the stadium. Yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think I think I'm thinking more of like in Arizona's case, this sucks. I, I, I know the NFL is doing this whole play in London, play in Mexico, play in Germany coming soon, right? But I feel like there should be a rule in there is like you can't have one of those games be a division game. Like, division games are supposed to play every opponent twice, once in their stadium, once in your own stadium. And in the Arizona's case, they're losing a home division game against the Niners to go play that in Mexico City, you know? Mm-hmm. So, which is really a road game for both teams. And you said it yourself, the Niners travel... The fan base yeah. will travel. I'm sure there's a lot of Niners fans in Mexico as it is. Yep. So that's going to be all a sea of Niners fans, and that's supposed to be a home game for the Cardinals, and it just sucks to be in that, you know. It won't be a home game for the Cardinals. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I mean, you're right. Either way it goes, our fan base isn't as obnoxious as other fan bases. I don't know why you're doing that. Okay, I don't, I don't know how you're doing that. I was more pointing towards Seattle, but all right. Oh, okay. No, you aren't. Yeah. No, you aren't. No, you yeah, aren't. it was literally <laughs> like taking that personally, man. So, let's yeah. let, let's be honest here. Like, when has Seattle ever? Well, I'm sorry. When has the fan base ever really actually came out prior to the Legion of Boom? They had the uh, paper bags on their heads. Remember I mean, that? You're right. Yeah. You're right. I believe cool. I believe Hasselbeck was the quarterback at the time. It was great. Yeah, he was, was. fantastic. Yeah, he was, absolutely. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm confident this season, given the tools, given the players, given the coaching staff. D'Amico Ryan's has really showed himself, and he turned down a head coaching job. 
And then Vic Vangio was spotted at all the training camps so far. Possible replacement for D'Amico. Yep, so that's interesting. That's a, a defensive mind like him with Kyle Shanahan. Oh, that's that's going to be a wild team the next few years. I'm excited. So is Debo coming back or no? <laughs> as far as I know, the talks are there. They're, which is which is a lot better than last month when this first got reported. So I'm happy for that yeah. progress. Yeah, God forbid he scrubs his, his social media page. We don't want that. Yeah, God yeah. forbid, that's right? What, that's what these players do now. Kyler Murray, oh, I'm not an Arizona Cardinal anymore. Oh, just kidding. Yes, I am. Oh, my I, back. I, I even had somebody ask me um, the other here. day, um, you know, how do I feel about the Jimmy G situation? I, I honestly, you know, now that I've, like, looked at everything from a whole perspective, I'm okay if we keep Jimmy G. Because if you look at his contract versus – Everybody else right now, quarterback wise, he's pretty cheap. Well, Mike, I can understand why you are happy about him staying there. He is the second coming. I've been telling you that for years. You need to okay. stop that. Okay. You need to, you need so, to because right he is, he, why would you want him to leave and help some other team? I told Mike, what did I tell you a couple weeks ago? I said he's the second coming. It's just taking him a long time to get here. Okay. When he fucking gets here, right? In 2031, when he gets here. I'm going to be a force to be reckoned with. All right? Oh, my God. Telling Calm you. Down. Calm down. <laughs> if I mean, me. honestly, honestly, the thing is this. Like, Trey Lance, yeah, he needs to play to get some experience in, but right? But we would shoot ourselves in the mouth if we let go of Jimmy for some draft picks, which, which we obviously need, and we need some cap space, so hopefully they just restructure that contract, but they won't, right? Um, and then... Trey Lance starts, gets injured. Then we, who, who do we got? Exactly, Nate Sudfield. All right, so. You trade uh, Mitchell Trubisky, that's what you do. Uh, <laughs> we could, really, but, you know. <laughs> Pick a Baker off, off of waivers, you know, something. Yeah, yeah he, he's basically free now. Like, literally, he would cost nothing. That's what I'm saying. Pretty much. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, do I do I want Jimmy? No. Am, am I good with him? Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Might we consider there's not a whole lot of options out there right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, if we had like some some decent talent out there, Colin Kaepernick, you know, just um, yeah, it's, you know, so. let's go. But that's that's yeah, it he's he's, that he's still ready. Just so you know, because uh, oh, yeah. you didn't see him in his videos posted. He's he's oh, still yes. ready. Yeah. He's still ready. Okay, so one team needs to sign him and give him a chance. So. He actually said he's willing to play backup. So, all right, not out there. Uh, now, DJ, let's talk about your Cowboys. They actually do have the same bye week as uh, Chicken Wings Niners, Week Nine. So, uh, your thoughts on the Dallas Cowboys schedule this year? I'm just going to go ahead and say uh, the toughest stretch is going to be right at the beginning. We start the season off with the Bucks again, <laughs> and then we immediately play the Bengals. So, uh, um, you know, that... Excuse me? Nothing. Go ahead. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so we've, got, we've got those two games right off the bat. So, you know, at this, literally at the very beginning of the season, it's like, okay, we're going to go ahead and test to see how good you are now because we're going to put two good teams right here. Mm-hmm. So they're both home games. So that's the positive. We don't have to travel anywhere. But we've got prime time against the Bucks, and then probably one of the games of the week. The following Sunday at three thirty against the Bengals. So 
got that. We have to hit the Rams, and that's going to be on the 9th of October. Week that's five. week five. Yeah. yeah. We've got the Rams, so basically the defending Super Bowl champs, and we have to go travel there. So that, uh, <laughs> that'll be fun. And, of course, a game I'm looking forward to because we just can't seem to beat the guy. So I'm hoping maybe that changes as we get to go to Green Bay. Week 10. Play Aaron Rodgers. The I last time we week, beat... by the way. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully that gives us time to rest up and get our mind right and we don't go travel to, and do any vacationing. We just go straight. To, maybe we should just go straight to Lambeau that week and just stay <laughs> there. Right? So that way we're just ready to go and don't have to worry about traveling, you know, two or three days ahead of time. Just get there and stay there for a week. I don't know. Last time we beat Aaron Rodgers was in Lambeau, so I always have a better thought process going through me when it comes to playing him if we actually go to Lambeau versus them coming here because he, we can't seem to beat him at home. I don't know what it is. He likes our stadium, and he actually said, yeah, I enjoy playing in Dallas. Well, I hate, I hate you playing in Dallas. I hate it. So that game, we actually got the Colts 13, so I'm looking forward to that one. We could travel to Indy for that one, but that should be a good one, I think. And then, as you mentioned, JC, week 17, we, uh, we get to go to Tennessee and make some Titans fans unhappy. That's what we get to go do. So I'm looking forward to that. You know, yeah. the interesting part about that, uh, that Green Bay game you guys have, like literally the yeah. next week on Thursday is when we play Green Bay in, in Lambeau. So just kind of soften them up for us, will you? But that, no, you what, know, that might be a good little precursor, depending how our teams do against Green Bay, about how that week 17 game is going to go. You know? yeah, yeah, you got a point there. I mean, I think we'll beat Green Bay. Actually, and then and then you'll beat them, and then we'll have a great game uh, that will go down to the wire on the 29th, and you know, we'll come out on top. You know, it's great. It's gonna work out. It's gonna work out perfectly. Honestly, everybody, everybody involved. Mike, don't do that. Don't no, do it. Uh, I'm being objective here. Okay. 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 Honestly, so the with some of the draft picks that y'all got. If you take a little, if you take a little bit of the formula that we did uh, in the playoffs. Playoffs. On top of the fact that, um, calm me? down, calm down. Yeah, on top of on top of the fact that they lost their star receiver, I mean, who's Aaron really going to throw it to? Let's be honest here. Valdez, no Gantley. one really. I mean, they, they don't have a whole lot as it is. So. Exactly. That's, yeah. that's that's what I'm saying. So like, shut down the run game. He can't really throw it to anybody. Like well, who, how we who, did it. Who's who's their running back? They have a running back. Jones. Aaron Jones. Oh. Yeah, I forgot about that guy. Okay. Is it Derrick Henry? No. No, it's not. So that's why I forgot about him. Definitely not. Definitely not. But I, I, I honestly see y'all winning this game. I, I, I honestly see y'all controlling this game, minus the coaching from Ivan McCarthy, but whatever. But controlling the game. What, what did I say last game. season? We win in spite of him. That's what I told you. I said I, that. I know you did. Mm-hmm. I know. In spite of him, but. The I fuck think it doesn't even call plays. Honestly, the second half of your season, bro, is like cake. That's just me, though. Compared to the first half, I see that. I was going to say, when it yeah. comes down to it, if I, had to pick, if I had to pick which half is going to be more difficult, it's the beginning. I mean, the first two games off the bat. There's your test right there. you got to play the Bucks, and you got to go and play the Bengals. You know, the same Bengals who were in the Super Bowl the previous year. And I'm surprised it's not a primetime last... game on top of that, too. Listen, I know uh, it's early in the season. I get all that, but they might flex it. Not that early in the no. season. They don't do flex but... until late in the season. Mm-hmm. And that that's that's usually basically from like week twelve on, and a lot of times you know CBS, Fox, they get to protect a game each week that is flex proof, if you will. Like 
you can't take like NBC. You can't take this game from us. Is basically what they say. I'm pretty sure Dallas against Cincy is one of those protected ones, which you know when they I, make when they make the schedules, when they try and decide uh, what game is going to be prime time and whatnot, they have to factor that in. Um, teams can only play a maximum of five prime time games a, a season. That's like part of the uh, agreement on the scheduling. So, and Cincy and Dallas are already at five based on what's out there right now. So. I wouldn't be shocked by that, and the reason I, you know, since he hasn't lost any other, to my knowledge, I haven't seen anything or any players that since he had last season are gone. So no, basically you have the same great team from last season mm-hmm. again. Now we have to play them. Don't, like I said, the silver lining is they have to travel to us, so maybe they'll be jet lagged. I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. But, Dallas, Dallas has to basically play both teams that were in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I'm, and I'm sure Jerry Jones has something to do with that because at the end of the day, what does that mean? It means ratings. So what does that mean? It means money. So I'm not throwing him under the bus. He's a great <laughs> businessman. Owner? Eh. You know, eh. Yeah. A businessman? Brilliant. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Owner, if he keeps his nose out the coaching's business, fine. That's all. Owner, when, yes. When does he, he ever do stop that? Stop being a GM. Maybe Dallas might do something. That's the thing. Thank you. So. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't never do that. That's the reason why. I know. It's one of those things where it's just like you win in spite of the the owner slash GM slash president slash CEO slash CFO <laughs> slash. You know, oh, every other thing you can think of where he leads, he he does all that. I have to ask. I, I have to ask because janitorial manager. What when you when you heard? I'm not sure if you heard, but there was uh, like like last month, Jerry Jones was reported in a car accident. Tell me, you were yes. not one of those Dallas fans that was like, yes. No, that's a little intense, but you know, I I wasn't. I I did not do that. I was not happy that he was in it. I was actually happy that they said it was minor and he had already been released from the hospital. I don't want anything bad to happen to the man. I just want him to get the hell out of the way so Steven can run the organization so we can try to go somewhere. That's all I want. I'm I'm not saying Jerry Jones has to, I'm not saying Jerry Jones has to not be a part of the organization. That's not what I'm saying. He's gonna have he's gonna have his hand in something at, at all times because right. hell, he's, he's the guy. He bought the Cowboys back when the Cowboys before the Cowboys were the Dallas Cowboys. He bought them. Okay, so he's gonna have his hand in, in the pot at some point doing something. But he doesn't have to do everything and try to run the show and just be like, okay, Stephen, we're doing this because I said so. Stephen is to run the organization while Jerry goes out on his yacht and they disconnect his phone line. That way he can't make any phone calls and pick any draft picks. That's what they it's need to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's a flip phone. I'm sure he has about a thousand phones because you know he has to have multiple lines. He's a billionaire. That's what they do. Buy stuff for no reason. Yeah. Well, and do you trust Stephen Jones if he's the one supposedly making the decision on like guys like Taco Charlton to you know draft them? I don't know if you saw that press conference, but that was funny. Yeah, I <laughs> did, and. I, I still trust Steven as everybody makes mistakes. Right. I, do, I don't want to see more Taco Charlton's All right. situations. Well, I mean, every team is going to have its bad draft pick. I mean, right. Yeah. You know. The funny thing is, we, we, we have good draft picks. Problem is, the leadership that needs to be there to make sure those draft picks do their job and meld like they're supposed to isn't there because what Jerry Jones does is says, hey, let me find a yes man 
to be the head coach. Hey, Jason Garrett, hey, Nate, you can stay here forever. And then finally, it's like, all right, well, Jason, we fucking gave you about 17 chances. We got to let you go. So then what does he do? Oh, well, Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl over a decade ago, but he won a Super Bowl. So he won, though. Got it right. Right. Let me bring him here. Before he brought him, he basically said, all right, here's, here's the deal. You are the head coach, but I'm your daddy. Understand that. I will pay you money. You will run this team, but everything goes through me. Michael Carthy's like, well, shit, I've been sitting out a year. Uh, I've been studying, you know, analytics. learning more about the game. I'm, yeah, I've been studying. Anal- I've been doing all kinds of things like that. I can spell analytics now. So what I'm going to go ahead and do is I'm going to go ahead and be the head coach, daddy. And, then, and here we are. Mike McCarthy leading us to the playoffs and losing in, in round one to the goddamn 49ers. Yeah. Why are you so upset with that, bro? Yeah, fuck you and the 49ers, guys. <laughs> fuck them all. Right, bro. Fuck you, every last one. you had plenty of time, bro. Honestly, honestly, all jokes aside, I know I keep saying 14 seconds. Yeah. Honestly, the the penalties really fucked y'all over that game. We had no business winning that game, just like we had no business beating Green Bay. I'm gonna be real with you. Yes, you did. Had no yes, you did. Let's be honest. The, re- the reason the reason DJ is so bitter is because it was okay. your 49ers chickwing. Because That's literally before we started even recording, true. chickwing was like, "Hang on, I'll be back in 14 seconds." Fuck you. Yes, so, I mean, <laughs> you guys are brothers. You know, he's just been given to you all season, so you're just waiting to get back at him. So, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be Mike, that game. actually is true. If it, if it, if you didn't like the 49ers, it wouldn't be this bitter. You wouldn't be this bitter? <laughs> because you're a 49ers fan, it makes it even worse. So, so it really you, does. So Don't do it. like, upset that I ordered the belt yesterday, finally? You didn't know. I got around to it. You didn't order the belt. You didn't order the belt. You went to TJ Maxx and bought one probably as well as Nah, bro. I actually ordered the belt. So no, that's you did. Okay, Good. when you when you have it, you send a picture of it. Well, because I'm, I'm expecting you do it, I'm blocking your number for us, for us to be together on our our early shows, and mm-hmm. so that's where that's where that's we'll hope. have it. Let's hope. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, as far as the minority matchups on the season, there are six, which since we started doing this, I think is the most. Um. Week one, we're going to get Giants at Norris Giants at Tennessee, my Titans. Uh, Rob's Tampa Bay Buccaneers against DJ's Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Week three, yeah. Norris Cowboys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Norris Cowboys. Whoops. Oh, yeah, DJ's yeah. Cowboys oh, at Norris Giants. Holy like oh, shit. <laughs> Norris going to fucking lose it. That's what you get oh, for not being here, Norris. Um, <laughs> and then week 12, the rematch. On Thanksgiving Day. That's the Thanksgiving game. Norris Giants at DJ's Cowboys. Um, week 14 is Rob's Bucks at Chicken Wings 49ers. Damn right. And then, of course, week 17, Thursday Night Football, DJ's Cowboys coming to Nashville to take on my Titans. So, so DJ's playing everybody but me because he got his ass beat last season. I got it. <laughs> there it is. You don't want to come around for that second round. I got you, DJ. Yeah, so if I run that, I'm fucking, out, I'm yeah. disconnecting. Like I'm serious, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm disconnecting from this fucking podcast. I'm not, not doing this. <laughs> yeah, DJ's got four minority matchups this season. Nori has three. Chicken Wing has two. No, one. And Rob has two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Very, very interesting, guys. Now, uh, kind of piggybacking off that a little bit, primetime games. Uh, I mentioned, you know, I think there's another game in this season that's like Kansas City versus Buffalo, and that's a late afternoon game, probably protected, and that people are wondering why that's not primetime. Well, there's a reason. Uh, teams can't have more than five in a season as it's scheduled right now. Obviously, some flex things will change up, but mm-hmm. uh, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 13 teams that have five primetime games this season, guys. Uh, see the Bengals, Chargers, Rams, Bills, Eagles, Bucks, Packers, Cowboys, Niners, Patriots, Steelers, Broncos, and Chiefs all have the maximum five primetime games. Now, these are games that are going to be either Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. You know, the Thanksgiving Day games are not technically considered primetime games because they are during the day. So this is all the nighttime games. Um, those are tough on a schedule because you're sitting in your hotel all day, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, Tennessee, Indy, uh, Las Vegas, and Arizona have four. Chicago, New Orleans, and Baltimore have three. Cleveland, Washington, Miami, Seattle, and Minnesota each have two. The Jets, Giants, uh, Texans, Jags, Panthers, and Falcons all have one. And can you guys guess who has zero primetime games this season? Huh. I didn't actually think there was a team that had There's none. One Houston. Team. No. Damn. Houston has one. There's one team. I mentioned every team, just listen to them all, but there's one team I didn't mention, and there's one team in the entire NFL that has zero primetime games scheduled. This okay. Season. I think I, I think I see them right now. Did you say the Commanders? I did say the Commanders. They okay. have... They, they don't deserve any. Sons <laughs> yeah. of bitches. I did say the Commies. Uh, they don't deserve a damn thing. Fucking Detroit. All their games are noon. Detroit has no primetime game scheduled oh. this season. The Dude, only look at their national TV game they have is their Thanksgiving Day game. And that's because everybody who plays on Thanksgiving is going to be televised anyway. Yes, Detroit always has the traditional Thanksgiving, uh, first Thanksgiving game. But unless it gets flexed, they are scheduled right now to have no primetime games this season. It's so disrespectful. Dan Campbell's the head coach. Why would they do that to him? Why would you do that? That man's yeah, a saint. Dan Campbell about it. He's all for it. He's like, thank God. I don't have to worry about crazy schedules and sitting in hotels all day. The only short week he has to worry about is Thanksgiving. He knocks that out. So, bro, I just something just told me to click on Detroit, and literally every single game they have is noon. Yep. No Except late afternoon Thanksgiving games. Game. Think about that. that well, yeah, the Thanksgiving game is noon. Bro. Yeah, their first game is. Well, yeah, Detroit always plays first on Thanksgiving for some reason. They always play first. Play yeah, it's Detroit yeah. plays first. Dallas has the mid afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So. And they have some other game. At the yeah. end. So if you're a Lions fan, you're pretty much set on when your game's going to be this season. So I can schedule for a whole year. Noon. <laughs> Don't bother me noon on Sunday. That's what we're doing. All right. Uh, that even includes because Christmas is on a Sunday. Uh, majority of the, I think the majority of those wow. games are going to be on Christmas Eve and there's going to be a few games on Christmas day on Sunday. So um, yeah, but Detroit has no primetime games this season. They have a week six by, you know, so See if the Lions turn it around. Let's see how many ties they get on the season, right? So, yeah. Fucking shooting for three. <laughs> yep. Next time we record, hopefully Nori and uh, Rob will be out here. We'll talk a little bit about the Giants and Bucks schedules, what they think of on the season, so, and where it goes from there. Now, 
I think it's worth it to spend a little bit of time talking about the NBA. Obviously, the playoffs, we are down to the conference finals. Uh, the Eastern Conference Finals, of course, are the Heat and Celtics, and the West is the Warriors and Mavs. Uh, Heat are up 1-0, and the Warriors are up 1-0 in each of their respective series. But what is worth discussing, I think, right now is that um, James Harden. I've been saying this for a long time, <laughs> how overrated he is. And... Take away, you seem surprised that I was right. No, no, no. <laughs> I just didn't want to admit that you're right. <laughs> oh my gosh. The guy just disappears. He's blaming. I, I said it when we were doing our draft reaction. You guys weren't on that, but I said that basically James Harden is the Taylor Swift of the NFL, of the NBA. <laughs> Think about it. Taylor Swift is always writing songs about ex-boyfriends. You did this wrong, did that wrong. You got James Harden who's blaming everybody but himself for shit that goes wrong. I'm going to request a trade. I'm going to start blaming my coach when we start losing games in the playoffs. You ever wonder whenever Taylor Swift is going to write this song that says, maybe I'm the problem? When is James Harden going to admit that he's the problem? He's the reason why they don't win championships. You know? um, he's not. He's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, he, he, he won't do it because what he's going to end up doing next season during the regular season is he's going to, you know, potentially compete for the scoring title. That's what he's going to do. Oh, James Harden's doing this, he's doing that. Stellar performance from James Harden, blah, blah, blah. They're going to make the playoffs again because, you know, Joel Embiid is actually a beast of a player. And, you know, a lot of people say he should have won MVP. He was close. Yeah. But moving on, they're going to make the playoffs again. And then James Harden will disappear again. And then he's going to get frustrated because it's not his fault. It's the rest of the team. And then he's going to start being late to meetings, start not showing up to meetings. He's going to go out all the time. He's going to be out of shape and he's going to quit his way out of Philly. Going to keep going to the strip clubs and spend his time there, you know. And some other team is going to pick him up and then the same cycle is going to happen again. Yeah. He's done this everywhere he goes. Yep. I mean, he was at a nightclub the night that they lost. Uh. For all we know, he was on the sideline making plans. Like, there, there's two guaranteed scenarios that you know James Harden's going to disappear. One is whenever he's on defense. He's not even there. It's, it's, <laughs> defense? It's, yeah. Defense. It's five defense. Defense. Yeah. defense? What? And two That's is funny. whenever the team he's on is facing elimination. Every time in the playoffs, his, his team is about to be eliminated on the brink. He's nowhere to be found. James Harden's version of defense is the double step back. That way he doesn't take physical contact. That is his version of defense. He's defending yeah. his own body. That's what his defense is. As far as defending other people, nope, we can't do that because he might take a charge and God forbid. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want that. So. There, there's a lot of rumors, of course, that he's trying to push out Doc Rivers and hope that the 76ers will hire Mike D'Antoni. And I don't understand all the hype on Mike D'Antoni. So so he can run the offense where it's either your three-pointer or, or layups, you know? So it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, that doesn't win a championship. And honestly, Doc Rivers, if he if he gets let go as a coach in the Sixers, he'll be the Lakers coach the next day, I'm guaranteeing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sure. So. The talks are already there for it as it is. So yeah. 
So he's available. They're gonna go get him. GD Bus is gonna sign him immediately. Now, immediately. some people listening to this might think I'm hating on the guy. I'm really not. I mean, I'm a longtime Spurs fan. I Kinda didn't was. like Harden when he was in OKC. Didn't like him in Houston. And it's not that the, the, the where he was playing. It was just who he was. I don't like that he doesn't play defense. I didn't like that he flopped his way to all those free throw attempts he got. He's just getting like cheap little reach in. And then when teams start, aren't reaching in and he actually has to play straight up, you know, forget it. It's, I, I thoroughly enjoyed, actually thoroughly enjoyed Manu's block in the playoffs so much, yeah. especially because of that. And even then, the season before, on my birthday, my dad took me to a game. It was Spurs Rockets and Kawhi. Hit the hit blocked James Harden when he's going up for a layup to try and win the game. I enjoyed that too. So it's just Harden doesn't trust his teammates. He's all about individual stats. It's him. It's Russell Westbrook. They're always worried about how many times are they getting the ball. You know, what are the stat lines are they putting up? But when it comes to the playoffs, you're almost guaranteed if you have him on your team, you're probably not going to win. Man, JC's a nice guy. Why? I'm just saying, you're just being nice how you're just describing your hatred towards him. I mean, if it were me, personally... I was actually, I was definitely hating on him. Like, I'm a nice yeah, guy I was, right now because he's out sure. of the playoffs. It's just comical to me. You know, I mean, all the hype that, around this guy, true. and I just don't get it. What's the point? So, I mean, that's true, too. Yeah. But, like, for me, like, I've always had this hatred. JC knows. DJ, you probably never knew. Mm-hmm. I've always had this hatred towards Kawhi, even when he was playing on the Spurs. Why is that? And why? Because of the... Why? What do you mean That's why? why? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, first, why? First of all, first of all, calm down with that why, all right? Second of all. The hell else am I going to know if you don't tell me? Uh, bitch, I said <laughs> calm down with the why. They'll be like, why? And I'm just kidding. Um, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it really didn't stem until his injury and how he played it out and how he kind of just dragged it along. Like I've always had like my feelings towards Kawhi, but like I didn't like really care because like we, we were winning at the time. I'm saying we like 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 I'm like a legitimate Spurs fan. Calm down. I was like. gonna say you're not. Um, yeah, you're, you're definitely not. Yeah. We don't we don't want you. No, <laughs> shut, shut up, shut up, Dallas Mavericks fan. All right, that's what you are. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> you live there. You're a fan. Fuck you. Right? No, that's yeah. not how it works. My <laughs> how this shit works. Yeah, you're right. It's not how it works. But no, for real. Um, but just like just like how he played it out, and just like how he was just like being a little crybaby bitch about it the whole time. Now, Nora would wow. be like, "Why are you always talking some shit about Kawhi?" It's just like because he is being a little crybaby bitch about everything, and then. Long and behold, he goes to Toronto. Same shit happens towards the end of his tenure at Toronto. And I'm just like, all right, really? You mean yeah. after he got him a title? Yeah, after he got him a title, he's like, oh, okay. okay. No. Yeah, exactly. He does the same shit. That's always been his behavior. And I think I think JC was like, you know what? You know what, Chicken Wing? You're on to something. I was like, I know, JC. Thank you. I never said that, you fucking liar. Yes, you I did. never said that. <laughs> you may not you may not have said those words exactly, right? But no. you may have just like complimented me, be like, you know what, you're probably right. No, I didn't how, how's how's that a compliment? Obviously my issue with Kawhi as any Spurs fan is he just quit. Exactly. When he was yes. the claw, the way he played defense, offense, when he was listening to pop, the way he played, like loved him when he was the claw. When he became the nephew after his injury <laughs> And it, Spurs fans know who his agent is, so you know I, I tend to call him the nephew. Hated him for that, you know, like forced to trade. Yeah, the Spurs got what they could out of it. Had to say goodbye to Danny Green, which sucked. But 
you know. Which, yeah. But th- look at what Kawhi did after that. You know, he wind his way out of San Antonio, or rather his uncle did. Wins mm-hmm. a championship in Toronto. Signs Bitch. a big contract with the Clippers. Where's he been since? Disappeared. Oh, yeah. I can I can tell you where he's been. Um, getting eliminated in the playoffs. Yeah. That's where he's been. So, or hurt. One of the two. Or hurt, yeah. Right? So how long before he pulls another thing where he quits, Kawhi quits, and goes somewhere else for the money? But, you know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be soon. It'll be soon. So I don't know. I, I know San Antonio's not the big TV market, but he was winning here. You know? He's treated right. The fans loved him. Um, I don't know what it was that his uncle just didn't like about San Antonio. So, but it is what it is, right? So, still, either way, I mean, when it comes to back to Harden here, I'll ask you guys this question Is James Harden a Hall of Famer? No. All right. What about you, DJ? Nope. Okay. James Harden is not a Hall of Famer. I agree with that. I was wondering Hall if Rob and Nori were on here if they would say otherwise. So Hall of Famers show up in the playoffs. I didn't say Hall of Famers win championships. That's not what I said. Because you can be a Hall of Famer without getting a ring. Hall of Famers show up in the playoffs. Like Dan Marino. I, I, bingo. Barkley. Yeah. Barkley. I, I challenge bingo. you to find a Hall of Famer that didn't show up in the playoffs. I mean, find me one. I'm not going to be able to. Mm. Charles Barkley showed up in the playoffs. He didn't get a ring, but that's okay. His numbers. And his performances in the playoffs. That's where it counts. That's where the money is. Yeah. Money isn't in the regular season. Yeah, Barkley was just a product of the fact that he played in the same era as Michael Jordan. And, exactly. You, you know, can't do anything about that. Guys. Yeah. So. You play with him. You play with Carl Malone. Like that. Scotty Pippen. You can't, what are you going to do? What are you doing? Do? Carl Malone. No, no rings. And I'm so no happy rings. as a Spurs fan that he does not have a ring. Same. John Stockton, yeah. <laughs> Patrick Ewing's another one, John, right? John huh? Stockton. Patrick Ewing's another one, right? Ewing, yeah, Ewing, Ewing never ranked? got a ring. He never mm-hmm. got a ring with the... And, and, and who, did he play, who, who did he play against often? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Jordan. That's true. Always. Reggie Miller. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just, just couldn't... Wait, uh, Matumbo? He didn't get one, did he? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Another Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. But that man yeah. would say, Not in my house. That's what he would say to you. <laughs> That's what he would do. Now, of course, we mentioned Harden. We briefly mentioned Westbrook. Let's talk CP3. Another guy that you almost feel is cursed in the playoffs. He's cursed. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah, um, he's not almost. He's cursed. <laughs> first player who's... I'm not saying he did this all on his own, but he's been a part of five teams... That have blown two O leads in the playoffs and been eliminated. I don't understand. I don't kind of understand. But I can't speak for that, sir. Yeah. Well, he's. It, it's this was arguably the best team the Phoenix Suns ever had. We said it before the playoffs started. I know Nori was picking the Suns to do it. I really thought the Suns had a shot. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be a Suns Milwaukee rematch. Maybe the Suns got there, but. Lo and behold, both teams were eliminated in the conference semis. And the difference is, though, the Suns just got embarrassed at home. Number one seed, Luka goes off. He's laughing at Lil Wayne. We'll talk about that. But CP3, another guy who just disappeared. 
and the knock on him really has always been injuries. It has me wondering if he's hurt. Because the second part of that series, he just wasn't himself. He wasn't getting the shots or anything like that. All right, let me let me just say this. I don't I don't ever want to discount anybody's injuries if they actually have them. But here here would be the problem that I'd have if like four weeks from now, oh yeah, Chris Paul's gonna have surgery because blah blah blah. Where was any of this before the playoffs? Where was any of this during the playoffs before y'all lost the series? Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden you have an injury? That's bullshit. You played through it all the way up until then. And now all of a sudden it's an injury. That's the reason why you didn't play well. No. You had one point through the first half. One. That's not even a jump shot. It made one free throw. It's embarrassing. I want to hear about your injuries if you have them. It's too late for that. You got embarrassed. It was awful. You were down by more than 40 points at home in a game seven. Ridiculous. And that series... The home team had won every single game in that series. So it's almost a given that you're supposed to win this game because you're the home team. Then you don't even keep it competitive. Luca had 27 points in the first half. That motherfucker barely makes threes, and he just kept making threes. I don't understand. When you're on, you're on, right? So, I mean. Give Luca the ball because apparently, apparently, he wants to win game seven. Maybe CP3 didn't want to win game seven. Maybe Devin Booker was like, oh, well, our leader's not going to want to win, so I'm not going to win either. He didn't play well either. DeAndre Ayton's too busy having timber tantrums on the sidelines, so he can't play. Trash. Terrible performance. Anyway, that's what I got. It's embarrassing. Nori, your thoughts on... Or Nori, uh, take away your thoughts on CP3. Man, it's trash. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just, I'm just playing. He played um, like trash. He did. He did. I mean, it's no knock. I mean, he's a great player. I'm, I'm sure he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame on some point. For sure. You know. For sure. But God, no this question. is just an issue where it's like yeah, third ballot. What, what is it? What is it? You know. So, um, and the Suns. As a Suns fan, you'd have to feel like you choked the season away. So, especially to get embarrassed agree. at home like that. So, I would agree. Yeah. That's, that's fucking terrible. But, I mean, you're right. I was thinking that same same route that Nori was was going to be a rematch. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year was going to be CP3, and then he, he would retire. Like, that's how I saw uh, this season going to play out. But, obviously, that didn't happen. Do I think CP3 should retire? I think so. I mean, I'm not saying that he's washed up, but I mean, sometimes you're just gonna have to let it go. I mean, you know, a, another player I was thinking about while while DJ was giving his explanation, you know, another another, I think Hall of Famer would be Derrick Rose. Poor mm-hmm. guy just couldn't stay healthy, but when he played, holy shit, he was a difference maker. Um, well, that that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure he will be a Hall of Famer because of his injuries. You know. I, that's you know, the thing too. Yeah, I mean that's gonna hold him back. Yeah, like you but know, those it's just, brutal though. Yeah, his like, injuries are pretty bad. It's it's put it this way, one of the best athletes of our childhood and of all time is Bo Jackson. 
play at Bono's the highest best, level. Damn it. Play at the highest level Major League Baseball. Play at the highest level NFL. Yep. He's not in the Hall of Fame for either one of those sports. Right. Because of a devastating injury, you know. And I personally would argue he was a better baseball player than he was a football player. That's, That's a damn travesty, is what it is. Yeah. And it's, but it's one of those things where he just, you know. I'm glad he did it. I mean, you're never going to have another athlete like that in our lifetime that can play both sports the way he did. Russell and, Wilson. Well, show up on the baseball field. We'll see. <laughs> but, I'm sorry. You know, it's it's like we don't we don't see that we we don't never see that. But he's deservingly in this should be in the Hall of Fame for both sports, but because of an injury, it cut his career short. No. Yeah. That that's why I wonder about Derek guys like Derek Rose who great player. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer because of the injuries that has that have shortened his career, you know. <clears throat> While we're on that subject, I don't I, I do think it's a travesty that is it uh, what's his name? CJ McCollum is one of the 75 greatest players in NBA history. And you're gonna tell me he's better than Tony Parker, which is bullshit. Oh nope. no! So anyway, <clears throat> who lied to him? <laughs> uh, the best part about all this uh, Mavs Suns thing is Lil Wayne. Dude sends one tweet, and that's all you gave. You gave Luca all the bulletin board material he needed. So uh, he famously tweeted. Uh, a little over a week ago, Luca Ho, Lil Wayne did. And mm-hmm. I really feel like Luca, every time he hit his shot, was just looking at Lil Wayne and laughing during that game seven. So, and I just enjoy that. I just enjoyed seeing that. I don't like the Mavs, obviously, as a Spurs fan, but I just thought that was funny, you know? And especially his response was like, he's calling me a hoe when he's doing a feature with whoever's going to pay him. I thought that was hilarious. So. I mean, but where's the lie? It's, there's no lie there. So. Exactly. Yeah. And finally, speaking of guys that shouldn't be talking, oh, why is Patrick Beverly talking shit about CP3? My man. Patrick. Because Patrick Beverly <laughs> feeds off of hate. My man See, trying to stay relevant. He, he does what it, exactly. <laughs> he does whatever he needs to do so that people keep talking about him. Uh-huh. Positively or negatively, it doesn't matter because no press is bad press. If you're not yes. being talked about, that's worse than being talked about negatively. So Patrick Beverly speaks his mind, and he said he said he said what he believes. You know, what? I truly believe that he thinks every single thing that he said, regardless of what anybody's opinion is, and regardless of how many people say you're an idiot or whatever they say for him saying it. But all the hatred he gets, he feeds off of that. That's the reason why he plays with so much energy. I just found it so wild that he would say some crazy shit like that. It's like, who are you? Calm down. Yeah, exactly. Like, okay, on the court, great defensive player gets in people's heads. I'm, it's, it's. I get it. It's great, especially some of these top superstars. You can just get in their heads. He's smart with that. But when you go on a sports talk or analyst show, <laughs> I heard that bitch. What? You're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But why is he talking when he himself hasn't even sniffed the finals? Mm. Because he's trying to make sure you don't forget about him. That's all. I mean, it's not like I'm forgetting about him. I'm laughing at him for what he's talking, you know. So. That's, and that's the point. He's like, yeah. you know what? I'm just going to say what I have to say, and I'm not going to censor anything, and people are going to talk shit about me, and 
that's cool because they're talking about me. All of this. Yeah. That's all it is. He's very careful who he talks shit to, though. You know? I, I will agree with that. Yeah. So, in that respect, I just like, hey, win a championship before you go on a TV station say, saying something, you know? So, uh-uh. you know, I wasn't even surprised that he said it mm. because it's Patrick Beverly. That is just what he does. He's an irritant on the court, and you know what? He's an irritant off the court. Yeah. So they were like, oh, Patrick Beverly said this, and I was like, oh, shock. Not really. Well, who do you guys think the NBA Finals is going to be? Um, obviously, we have the Heat and the Warriors of each one game, one of their respective series. But knowing the conference uh, finals now, who do you think the is going to be representing the NBA Finals? Miami and Golden State. Jaywing, same for you? No, no. no? I, see, I see Dallas and Miami, and Dallas taking another one from Miami. Oh. I got Miami and Golden State. The Celtics are just injured right now, and the Warriors are suddenly thriving, hitting their stride. So, but I don't know if the Mavs are going to have an answer for the Warriors. They might push the series, but it's going to be tough. So, if Dallas cannot win a game in Golden State, the series is already over. True. Game one. I understand this game one. I'm telling you, that's why I said that. If they, they can win game two, who knows? If Luka goes for 27 in the first half again, <laughs> and basically outscores the team by himself, I'm just saying yeah. there's nobody out there that's going to give Luka any bullets and board material to motivate him. So, you know. Oh, they know yeah. better than that. Yeah. You, you notice Draymond Green is a talker. Yep. He backs it up, but he's a talker. What has Draymond Green said about Luka? Nothing. Damn thing. Because he knows Nothing. better. Yeah, exactly. That's why, and that's why Steph Curry said what he said when they were playing. Uh, who did they play? Memphis. Mm-hmm. We've got championship pedigree. We've been here before. And that's that's all he said. Guys, they're a young team. They haven't been there yet. So yeah, that's, that's all he said. They, they're not doing any talking because you know, yeah, did the Mavs win the series? Yes, but you know what? There was talking on both sides. Mm-hmm. So the Mavs can't go to Golden State and do that shit. Oh, if they do, they're going to get blown out like they did in Game One. So you know, I'm, I'm not really worried about the Mavs. I'm not worried about them. All right. Well, that's what we got today, everybody. Um, next episode, not sure. We'll probably talk a little bit more football. Fantasy football is on the horizon. Have a little bit of an NBA, NHL talk. Might get my brother-in-law here to talk a little bit of hockey, too, as the playoffs are going on. Uh, speaking of which, I'm watching uh, game one of the Battle of Alberta right now. Edmonton came all the way back and tied the game, guys, by the way. They're getting blown out. Are, of you, are you shitting oh, me? Yeah. And then Calgary <laughs> put two more goals up. So the score in the third right now is eight to six Calgary with about this is insane. minutes left in the game. So, yeah. <laughs> do they know it's a hockey game? Do they know that? <laughs> it's a freaking uh, baseball game at this point. Yeah. Do they know it's a hockey game? No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. Let us know your thoughts on your favorite team schedule. Uh, you can tweet them at us at SportsMinorPod. Uh, any thoughts you might have on James Harden, CP3, uh, hell, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Will any of them ever win a championship, or are they the reason their teams don't win? So, uh, I'm JC, your resident Titans fan. Joining me as always are... Chicken Wing, your resident Niners fan. 
DJ, Cowboys fan, regular season, preseason, off season, doesn't matter what season, fuck the 49ers. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what we're doing, Mike. I'm going to give a wow. damn. Really? All right. I mean, you want to do the bet this no. year? Yeah, we can do it. We'll do a bet, Mike. How oh, much? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, How much, Mike? You're not oh, even playing. Right. What are you all betting? Right. All right. Sorry. All right. So here's the bet, JC. Okay. Right. The bet Let's is see. whichever team has the most regular uh, season wins between the two, the loser not only has to pay the winner 50 bucks, but they have to cheer for the uh, for their team. In the postseason, so if I were to lose, I'd have to go for Dallas the entire postseason unless they play each other. Then that's that's my way out of that one. Exactly. So oh, basically, if as long as your Niners are still in the playoffs, you have a loophole unless the Niners are eliminated. Basically, yeah, that, that's the loophole. So so if if Dallas wins the Super Bowl, I have to post on social media, <laughs> we them boys. <laughs> Six wins, and then I, I I'd have to forever bow to DJ until we get our six. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah, we which, can do that. Which you won't. But yes. <laughs> Man, y'all are about to lose Debo. How you win the Super Bowl, dude? Uh, oh, okay, calm down. Calm down. We got this. All right. Uh, yeah. So stay tuned. We'll we'll post when we got an episode coming up and what we'll be talking about and. Before you know it, guys, fantasy football will be here. We're probably about a month and a half away before all the time starts up. So, um, thanks, everyone, for joining us on this week's episode. Thanks everyone once again for listening to the Sports Minorities Podcast. We do appreciate it. If you want to keep the conversation going, we're on Twitter at Sports Minor Pod and also on Facebook at Sports Minorities. Our YouTube channel, Sports Minorities, search on there. We live stream every now and then, just some random stuff. And you can also reach us via email, sports.minorities at gmail.com. We do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to us, and we'll catch you all next time. want to congratulate my niece roxy uh, after 20 years she's wrapped up her senior season at southern as the uh starting shortstop for the southern jags playing softball since she t-ball all the way up to division one so congrats to her was all swag tournament uh for softball pretty awesome and <laughs> gotta be proud because they took on some pitcher who was allegedly pitcher of the year i wasn't impressed and uh, despite pine tar and all this crap, they just knocked the crap out of the ball around her. So, yeah, made her look like the freshman that she was. So, um, congrats to Roxy, uh, my niece. I'm very proud of you. Uh, did a hell of a job. And no matter what your boyfriend says, I think you're a better player than he is. So, yeah. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Fuck that guy. I don't even wow. know him. And fuck wow. that He's cool. Tremaine, you're a cool guy. But, yeah, you know, my niece is just better than him. So. <laughs> Nah, uh, nah, nah, yeah. nah. You ain't cool to me. L- listen, no, listen, fuck he's, you. He's a cool right? guy. He's a cool guy. Calm down with that shit. She's that better than you. That said, Roxy, 
Hurry up and wrap up what you need to do. I know Adi wants to wants to get some softball pointers from you and everything like that. So whenever you can make it here this summer, I'd appreciate it. So congrats again. I've been so happy to watch you play. Uh, we bonded ourselves just playing catch when I first met you. You were 10 years old. So uh, always have a, a ball and uh, glove handy if you ever want to play catch. So congrats, Roxy. So proud of you. Uh, Jermaine, yeah, she's still a better player than you. So, <laughs> facts. 